What's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is the Hop Podcast. Welcome back once again. KC is in the house. King Cracker, flanked by some of my good friends. Well, at least there used to be good friends. Who knows if they will be after the show or not. Um, season 2, episode 2, little HOA hell going on here. I want to introduce a couple of my good friends uh, around the table. Make some noise. Are you excited, Rocky? How you doing, buddy? Hell yeah. Yeah? You're good? You're, good? you're excited to be here? I'm elated to be here. I couldn't, elated? I couldn't, I couldn't be happy. I didn't know you had that kind of uh, vernacular. That's pretty impressive. Uh, better call Saul over here, my my attorney friend. Uh, Saul Weldman, is that what we're going That's correct, sir. That's Weldman with a W. That's correct. Well, that's, Weldman, yes. That's yeah. correct. <laughs> sir, that's like the best you've ever called me in my life. Um, all right. So we've got Saul. We've got Rocky. We've got our attorney friend. We've got our real estate agent. And I, w- I want to introduce somebody very special. He's our special guest he is Steve, the White House guy from the Get Bent podcast. Yes, sir. Steve, welcome. I love what you've done with the place, Casey. You lo- you love it. You this do. Is, this is very outdoorsy. It's it's it, you know it's, I'm going for a natural look. You know that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> um, so we're here to talk a little bit about some HOA issues for anybody that lives in an HOA has ever ever lived in an HOA, not lived in an HOA. Um, we've got some interesting stories that we're going to hear about on this episode here. So before we get to that, though, I do want to remind us of a couple of things. I want to plug some social media uh, for the over 40 age group that may be listening to this show, the Facebook.com slash Highly Opinionated Pod. I was actually told that Facebook is for old people. Do you guys think that that's true? That is true. It is 100% true. 100% true. Right. Do you use Facebook, Saul? I'm not on it, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, so you're not I'm really... I hate it. Oh, you're not I'm on the Twitter. Tel- I'm on Twitter all day. Really? You, yeah. you still tweeting? All right, facebook.com slash highly opinionated pod. You can find us also on... Uh, so they're like the new the new hip social media. I guess you can say Snapchat, TikTok, uh, hop underscore podcast. You can check those out for some funny memes and some information on our show as well. Twitter, we do have a Twitter account. The Hop Podcast, G-A on the gram, Instagram, the underscore H dot O dot P underscore podcast. Do you know that Clapper is a social media platform? Have you guys ever heard of Clapper? Not the venereal disease. Like clap on, clap no. off, Clapper? <laughs> yeah, That's where I went. That's exactly where I went. Yeah, to venerial disease or no, to the light switch? No, clap off. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you didn't I, go to the venereal disease. You're the, the only, only one. one. I'm the only the one? Only Damn one. it. I knew there was something wrong with that. This is why. Uh, so, no yeah, Clapper is kind of like a knockoff TikTok. Uh, we did stop a, start a Clapper account because you have to have like a thousand followers or tip go on live on TikTok. So, uh, Clapper at Hop Podcast as well. Uh, if you're interested in donating to the show, which we actually have people that have donated, so we appreciate that, you can check us out at anchor.fm slash highly opinionated 88. That is our host website. You can make a donation to the show if you are so inclined. So, we do very much appreciate that all right i've talked already enough this is a long enough introduction we're going to get to the good shit coming up uh segment two coming at you specialty guest segment hoa hell on the way all right hoa hell 
HOA Hell. Steve, you've got some things that we're going to talk about today. We have Steve from the Bentwater community. He is better known as the the White House guy. Is that is that correct? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. And he comes to us from the Get Bent podcast that is starting up uh, here shortly. You want to tell us first a little bit about who you are, where you're, where you're from, a little bit about your show, and a little background first for us. Yeah, let me plug uh, the Get Bent podcast name, a buddy of mine. Uh, we're coming up with names for podcasts, and he kind of came up with the uh, Get Bent. Uh, so I kind of kind of grew from there. I like, like it. Hey, we'll, we'll use that one. We've had several others bent over, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> but uh, we kind of like, this like how be, your HOA yeah, does it. Yeah, it's, it's a kid show, so we're, we're good with that. That's no fun. This is definitely not a kid show. I just <laughs> want to throw that out there for anybody yeah, that's learned listening. That, learn that when I got here. Yeah, definitely not a kid show. <clears throat> but basically, uh, we moved in 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 Bentwater neighborhood in 2008. Uh, so, you know, October 2008. So, you know, anniversary is coming up. Um, and, you know, we obviously we were looking for a house. We wanted an HOA community. We, we like that type of uh, community just because it's, it's upkeep and so forth. Um, and, you know, we also look for the best schools. Um, my background, I've been an educator for 25 years. Uh, so you're smart. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. Okay. no, no, no. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to clarify that for our audience. On, on paper, maybe. I yeah. mean, you sound smart. I'm but, not going to lie. But, um, you know, I did, you know, I've, I've taught at KSU, uh, taught at Piedmont University School of Law. I've been around, you know, law classes, uh, school related. I'm also a realtor, so I know a lot of the real estate law. Um, but basically, uh, middle school up through being assistant principal for nine years over at Shelton. I think a lot of people who are listening to this are probably either uh you've been at shelton when i was there when i was working there mm-hmm. so um so you know your shit in other words yes i do yeah you do yes. okay <laughs> so that's good that's important uh, to know because i've taken i've been in school my whole life basically right. um and now I, I work at a school right so I, I paid for it but i everything that i've done every job that i've i've done since i was 14 has been a top leadership position including getting a master's in leadership and right. doctorate in leadership and so forth. And believe it or not, you actually were my boss at one point, believe it or not. Yeah, and it's surprising you quit. I did, Well, listen, but it wasn't because you were a bad leader or anything. I'm not going to say that out loud, but <laughs> it wasn't you necessarily. You went on to bigger and better and more... Uh, Important things like this podcast. More money, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so. We're hoping to get more money. <laughs> Speaking of more money, um, Saul, you make a lot of money, don't you? No. No. <laughs> Thanks for that. That was... That was <laughs> Good input. Don't um, you worry about what I make. Yeah. Oh, well, listen, you're supposed to have something to say. So, Well, I'm listening to Steve. Okay. I'm trying to gather. You're taking every, notes over there, I too. I am taking notes over here. Holy so I'm the, sorry if I can't quip with you every moment you want to Leave it to the lawyer to be organized and have his shit together, too. Right. Well, Steve's telling a story, and I need to understand Steve's story and right. be able to give him the best advice mm-hmm. I All can right. give him. Shut up and let him tell a story, then. All right. Well, Casey, when you say you make a lot of money, what? how much are you talking about? Well, what, what depends on what a lot of money is. I mean, it's in our neighborhood. I mean, we're probably, what, middle socioeconomic, middle upper class. I mean, so what, medium income is, what, 50 some thousand dollars something like that? So Some you're probably that. saying in the Bentwater community, you're probably averaging, what, seventy to 80000 on the low end? Probably. Probably. Probably so. Hey, right? before we go any further, Bentwater, where is that located? That's a good question. Great question. Uh, actually, right next to Seven Hills off Cedar Crest. And where's There's that located? There's so many that way. Oh, okay. There's so many. That way. That's that's very descriptive <laughs> uh, for somebody that's as educated. It's that uh, way. 
For those who can't see, it was... Yeah, we was, have people yeah. that listen in from left. Germany and stuff. Left. Okay. Uh, 92 Crossroads, head down towards 41 in between on Cedar Crest, Mellow Mushroom, La Peria. Okay, so the, for the broader audience, we're in the state of Georgia, in the city of North Dallas. North Paulding High School there District. There you go. North Paulding County in, in uh, Dallas, Georgia is where we are and what we're talking about this community. Right. Correct. Good question. So, Do you know the question. property manager? Absolutely. Oh. Who's the property manager company? CMA. CMA, like the, like the Country Music Awards? Yep. Oh, okay. CMA. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so CMA, um, which is, by the way, not the same company that runs my HOA, which I can't stand. But uh, anyways, that's, that's here nor there. Okay, so tell us specifically what happened. Tell us your story now. All right, let me ask you guys a question first. Okay, the room. or do whatever the hell you want to do. So that's fine. Let, let's say you want to buy a house, you know, newly married or you're moving, whatever. Think about two, two or three things that you'd want HOA to be when you move in. Basically, when you talk to a neighbor and say, hey, tell me about the HOA, what do you hope they say to you, their mission statement for the neighborhood, for the community as a whole, not you personally, but as a whole? What would you want? Let's get, let's get Rocky in here first, because you haven't really said too much. Let's, let's take, that, take that question. I'm taking it all in. All right. Not all at once, Ben. That's, you don't have enough lube for that. I'll take as much as I want. Go ahead. <laughs> what, what, so, do you, what do you think, to answer his question? Uh, the most important thing yep. in an HOA... Uh, for me, like you originally stated earlier, was the maintenance issues. Uh, we've had that problem in our community. I uh, happen to live in the same community as KC, and we've had some issues with maintenance. Some issues? Yeah, some pretty major close-to-home issues that uh, took a like long next time door? to get resolved that still haven't been resolved. So, uh, it's pretty yeah, that's the number home. one thing with an HOA is, uh, I guess, that and, and blend that for number two with transparency and accessibility to where you can actually get something done and changed if there is an issue like your neighbor's grass being three feet tall for a month at a time and not getting mowed because the owner's fine with paying fines and not mowing the grass then you need to have an opportunity to to fix that problem yeah my biggest thing with my biggest thing with an hoa is i want to know where my money is going like i want to either visually see it with uh you know maintenance of pools and beautification of community areas. Wait, let, let me let me let me touch upon that real quick. Okay. I got so much shit on Facebook that when COVID hit, they closed the tennis courts down, they closed the pool down, they closed pretty much everything. Obviously. How many people does it take to play tennis? Well, How many people do you need to play that, tennis? Did they make you sign a waiver to get the pool pass back? Well, I'll, I'll get to that. Oh, okay. So the question that I you can play tennis. With yourself. Yeah, you right. Go you don't need a lot of people. That's right. my point. You can do right, a lot right, of things right. by yourself. <laughs> with balls, right? This yeah. is true. With okay, balls. So, yeah. ball. I don't anyway. know about rackets, but. So I, you, what you do is with HOA, you pay, we pay $750 a year. Okay. And we pay that. That seems like a lot. That's, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not a lot. You pay $750 a year? That's not a lot for a place like Correct. Water. Okay. Not That's not a lot? No. Okay. Okay. I thought it was a lot. So when COVID hit, I went on Facebook and I and I asked anybody who's listening as far as the board or anybody on there, um, because we can't use the amenities, well, well, for one, it was always kind of crazy because we had to pay money right after Christmas and before taxes for our tax money. Right. That's and, and terrible you, timing. And you can't use the amenities because it's crappy weather. It's, it's cold, rainy. Right. So, and they told me the reason why they do that is because they have to pay their employees. So, I just like, okay. So, the question I asked was, do we get some of those 
some of our money back, maybe 50 bucks, because right. we can't use it because everything's shut down. Some kind of proration. And I got hell, like, what, why are you even asking that question? You know, blah, blah, blah. It's a, it's a fair question. Of course if it I is. can't use the amenities, what am I... What am I paying for? Right, exactly. You need to see where your money's going and, right. and, and know where your money is going. And more importantly, if you know they need to make adjustments for employees or something, well, then they need to make adjustments right. with the people. Not, uh, yeah, that's that. That's pretty. That's I've pretty had bad. I've had a few people, you know, reach out and like, hey, that's a good question. What they say to you, that kind of thing. And I right. Said, well, just go and go read what they said to me. Right. You know. So well, like, we'll be able to hear more about what they probably said to you on the Get Back right, podcast. Right. 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 Cheap plug right there for you. <laughs> uh, and oh, by the way, what's the email address for your for your? Uh, get if you want to email me any of your concerns, any kind of questions, uh, it's uh, HOA. Um, getbent at gmail.com. Or if you just want to call and heckle him and, you know, no, you need, no, don't do that. You know where I live. <laughs> it's the White House, yeah. I've heard. Yeah. I've, I've heard yeah, it's yeah. the White So tell us about this White House. So, Can we get into that? Um, basically, let me go ahead a little bit. The big misconception about that house is people, actually, with, with the podcast first, people, oh, okay. people don't, people, are, people think it's going to be about something that it's not. Mm-hmm. It's far too easy to bash. HOA, CMA, any anything basically in life. Right. Leave that to this show. Right. That's not what your show is. Right. Be. No, my show is going to be a factual, research based truth, and it's not. Oh, that's just your side of the story, Steve, or that's your truth. No, I have actual facts, documentation, emails, right, everything. So you're going to put your leadership skills to work on your show. Oh, absolutely. In other words, every yes, got it. So. My show is not going to be, I'm going to tell you this and you come up with your opinion. I'm going to lead you down a road to where you formulate your own opinions and then I'm going to hit you with the truth. Love it. And then you're, then you're going to think, oh, shit, I didn't think about that. Love or it. Okay. Now, it's not for everybody. Okay. People probably think, oh, Steve, you're going to get on there and just bash HOA and poor you. You're a victim. That is beyond what this show is about. Well, everyone's allowed to have their opinions and they can take their opinions elsewhere. If they Absolutely. Want but you can look on the Facebook page and see people complaining. Hey, pigs, I got a, you know, like, for example, my neighbor got a, a, a violation letter because her son, who's 16 or 17, had his car tire on the grass next car to the tire. driveway. Hmm. They got a letter saying, hey, you, you have 10 days to remove that. Now, I saw that. That was actually on one of the responses oh to the poll God. questions that we posted here today. Actually, it's a really good point because there's a couple of other things that came with that, with those polls throughout Facebook. Um, the tire on the grass was one. There was another one that said in the Bentwater community there was a $950 fine for a non-architectural mailbox. Yes. They had the wrong kind of mailbox, and they charged somebody $950. When I first moved in, day one, I went to my my mailbox. I had two letters from HOA. Oh, I thought, hey, they're welcoming me to the neighborhood. No. The first one said, please replace your unapproved mailbox. (laughs) Okay. I I just moved in. Welcome to the neighborhood. just moved in. And then the second, I said, oh, what does this say? And it says, please paint your mailbox. So I called HOA, and I said, hey, which do I do first? Do I replace it, then repaint it? Do I need to uh, repaint it, then replace it? So you were looking for a process of what they actually want you to do, clarification. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, No, that's not what he said. No. It was conflicting information that he got. That's what he was pointing out, not the process that he needed to go through to fix it. Uh, Thanks for clarifying that. Yeah. Sustained. So (laughs) (laughs) You're good, Saul. Yeah, right? So I told you I was kind of being funny, just calling up, and say, "Hey, I'm brand new. I already got two letters, uh, one to replace my mailbox and one to repaint it. So, do I need to repaint the new one or replace it and then paint it?" <laughs> and they kind of laughed. And they're like, "Oh, okay, sorry about that. You just just disregard." So from that day forward, you already had a reputation. But somebody had to send those two letters at the same time, 
reading what they're right. writing. Like, right. no, just just send it. They'll they'll deal with it. Right. So, well, that uh, kind of leads me to my next question about you know, do you feel like your HOA setup is actually have your best interest or your neighborhood's best interest at heart? Well, wait a second. I did, so I want to build a foundation predicated upon what he's saying first. Okay. Prior right. to getting to that. Okay. So for starters, he said he was he moved in in two thousand and eight. Right. Correct? Yes. Right. And so the first question he asked is, what do you want out of your HOA? My answer would have been, I don't want an HOA. No. Agree. For these reasons. I agree. With okay. That. For all the reasons that Steve has not yet got to. Right. Um, that's the reason I don't want the HOA. Right. So b- even before he even even got to his story, just in building background, you didn't even want to, you, you just know that you don't want to be a part of an HOA. Never. Right. No. And I, Interesting. Because I, I have a lot of uh, background in HOA and property management. And, right. And yeah, it's, so that being said, Whoa, 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 let me ask. Why would you not want an HOA community? Let's go that route. Lots of reasons. Give me, give me top all two of reasons. The, all of the reasons that you're bitching right now. Exactly. I would say my main reason for not having an HOA is especially a professionally managed HOA because the management companies are in it to grab as many communities as possible, in my experience. Not for the hey, benefit of the community. we live in a capitalistic market, don't we? Right, and it's fair. Right. That's the way the world goes. I mean, that's what people do. But so you think you think the companies... It's better when it's small enough to be managed by the actual homeowners to where they have a vested interest in right. each property and the development of the community, the direction of the community, all those things. Right. I think it's better in that way. But some communities are so large that it becomes too much for the community to take care of. They hand it off, and I think that's where you see most of the issues that we're talking about today. So to you, Rocky, it's not it's not a hard yes or no. It depends on how your HOA is structured, right. whether it's I'm, I'm, governed by a company or in the community The itself. first community, I, and the first home I ever bought was 2001, and I actually met my wife trying to set up an HOA in the community where I lived because Shit, it didn't what was I doing one. in 2001? And we wanted a few things that the community didn't have, and a few, you know, there was a couple of yards that were trouble, so we decided we wanted to organize and get some people to take care of their shit. And in that situation, I wanted an HOA, but as far as, like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, ZMA or something like that, I, I don't want any of those involved in my life because they send you letters about the trampoline you've had right. for Right, and that's what, we're, that's what we're going to get okay, into. Okay, hold on. Okay, know, so, so Saul. My, my daughter had three bikes in the front yard at 4 o'clock on a Thursday, and they sent me a letter about bicycles in my front yard right. because her friends came So it's more of an me. annoyance to you. Okay, right, go ahead, Steve. Go ahead, Steve. So, sorry. Let's say the best schools in that county, you, your kids can go to the top schools of that county, but you have to live in an HOA community to get to that school. Would you do that? Yeah, it's a big deal. That's usually yeah, the way it but is. then you're making a sacrifice in order to live in that community. Okay, because I'm just going by, you're saying I would never live there, but now you're saying you would if this was there. Well, I don't have any kids, so no, I don't have to. Now, right. there's other people in different positions that may have to make a choice. Right. You I don't just have, have different things choice. that are important to you as far as right. what you're looking for when you're looking to buy a house. Yeah, I have no you kids. You wouldn't necessarily be looking to schools and things like that. The, the elementary schools and, and, and grade schools, none of those actually mean anything to me. Now, if you do live or you do have those things, you have a wife and you have kids and you have to make that decision. Uh, if I were to make a decision, yeah, would I have to live in an HOA because my kids got the best school? Yeah, I'd probably make that okay. call. Okay. That's, that's I, good, I that's good content. To, yeah. But yeah, but if I had to, I'd probably make that call. Well, it talks about perspective, it, you know, in different people. That's, that's the that's only important. reason that I do it. Right. That's, we lived on a house on an acre and a half before we moved here, and the whole discussion was do we want to have kids for the kids to play with nearby without having to walk down the road or go, you know, drive them somewhere? Right. That's the whole reason we moved into a community. Right. That we, you know, we wanted 
something for the kids. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, but, Steve. But, but let's go back to 2008. So okay, you've been there ahead. since 2008, but at the same time, you haven't had any issues since you moved in. Oh, no, I've had issues. I've okay. had issues. Yeah, I, so we're going to The mailbox get... story dictates that you had issue day one. Correct. Right, so they already you already had Correct. a reputation is what I'm thinking. You're right. already building your reputation in your community. And, and when I was... It his fault, though. Right. Well, well, no, yeah. Yeah, and when I was telling... I actually worked with, with a guy who lived in the neighborhood. I uh, was a substitute teacher at my school, lived there. And they all had stories of them, for, you know, themselves about letters they received and that kind of thing. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to be alone here uh, right. with all these violation letters. But my, the, our mission statement for HOAs, basically, and like I said, I do a lot of research. This is not just, oh, I'm making this up. Right. I shit ton of research for everything that I've done, you know, with my career. So maintenance, like you were saying, Rocky, okay, and you want to make sure that your houses maintain their value. As a realtor, right. we know this, and you know this. Right. Okay? So the, the big issue without going into major, major detail about my podcast is the biggest misconception, again, when I go out, people, people will stop me. Whether I'm playing tennis, I played tennis at a different community before against someone who used to live in Bentwater or who does, or they would tell me, oh, Bentwater, uh, or in the store. I've been to Target. I've been to Walmart. I've been to Publix. I've been to the Grand's gas station down the street. And So right. you're saying you're kind of a big deal. Uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. I, Keep going. But so people recognize me saying, hey, you're the guy in the White House. You're the White House guy. The guy in the tennis court uh, about a month ago said, he goes, his wife was there watching. We're playing at Governor's Town Club, and he lived in Bentwater, and he goes, uh, so where do you live in Bentwater? And I already start like shaking my head and like start laughing. And he's like, he's like, what section? And I said, you know the White House. And he goes, that's yours. <laughs> that's yours. And immediately, this happened a couple times on tennis court. He looks at his wife and says, "This is the guy that lives in that house." So I'm like, so your rep- your reputation precedes you. Correct. In other words. Okay. So um, okay. So you're building so, all this 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 podcast this show that you're talking about again is factually based it's going to be without sounding too cliche to kind of summarize the point of your podcast correct uh to be the 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 voice for the voiceless those that maybe are afraid to stand up for something that they want done or want heard things like that so you're inviting people that maybe uh don't want to say you know in order you can take their questions in other words and bring them to people's attention uh, you know, for people that might not want to get involved or might not want to, you know, put their name associated. So the voice of the voiceless, yes? Yes, and not only that, but I will research for you. If you have an appeal meeting, I will go with you. I will research. I will awesome. help you from what my – I have been through the ringer. With, <laughs> well, look, before – all right, so I, I want to make something clear, though. Before you go into the entire appeal process, like right. it's CCR, right? Covenants, conditions, and restrictions. Yep. I mean, that, that's how it breaks down. Yep. So Isn't before, CCR a band? They are. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sorry, that's, all, that's the only CCR I know. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Anyways, I won't go that. Sorry. <laughs> this is you're going to totally throw me. This is CC and R. Yes, yeah, got it. CC okay. and R with the and symbol. Um, so a person has to look at their covenants and conditions and restrictions prior to knowing what type of appeal they can make. Correct. And so you can't just go out there and you can't say, well, I'm going to tell you exactly what to do unless you look at the CCNR. No, no, no. What I'm saying is if they if the homeowner has an appeal that they're about to go to, that they already set it up, I'm, I'm an advocate, advocate. for them. That's a good word. And then okay. I go in there with them, and I do the, the research. I help them what to do. Um, I know the covenants pretty well. What happened with me is unprecedented because I when I walk into my appeal hearing without giving anything, What was your appeal for? Well, we're getting into the White House story. We're building to the White House no, story. Okay. Uh, we're building to the White House story. Let, let me let me run an analogy by you. 
Yes. Okay. Let's say this is hypothetically is going to be just a cliche story that <clears throat> World Series Game Seven, you know, bottom of the ninth kind of Braves thing. Braves versus Houston. They're playing tonight. Cheaters. Yes. Okay. But let's say the coach tells the players, if you don't do what I tell you to do all season, I'm going to fine you ten thousand dollars. Okay. Manager, not coach, but manager. Okay. Yeah. God, so, you're such an attorney. Yeah, you're, you're good. You're my friend, and I hate you. <laughs> He's accurate. Like, seriously. Jeez. Okay. Tough room. I know. But, uh, <laughs> Jesus. All right. So let's say this guy that all he does is bunt all season long because he's fast and he can't really hit, but he bunts. All right. Well, he's up to bat. Coach looks at him and says, you know what to do. Bases are loaded. They're down by four. Okay. So he shows bunt twice, and then he realizes, you know what? This team knows that I always bunt. They're going to throw it down the middle and get an out. Okay. So he shows bunt the third time. Right when the pitch comes, he pulls the bat back and swings, hits a home run. Game mm. is tied now. That'd be now, a grand slam. Now. Right. That's correct. So basically, he, he won the game but didn't follow the coach's or manager's instructions okay. is what you're okay. getting at. Here's what I'm getting at. As a coach, manager. Thank you. <laughs> damn it. Okay. Peanut gallery. Where are you on that one? Yeah. We got yeah, yeah, on that one. All right. Do you, as a coach, Run out there and tackle him where he cannot score because he disobeyed what you did. What Absolutely you told him. not. Mm. Why not? Because that's not for the betterment of the team. Because he just won the fucking game. Yeah, and it's yeah, not for the betterment of the team. But he did it again. He, he did not follow the protocol, and he knew he'd be fine. In so, that specific situation, he gets the fine afterward, but he gets the glory of winning the game. Right. So the coach is happy in the moment. Right. The coach should be happy. As they walk off the field, he cusses them out for breaking the rules. All right, the manager should be fired. Him. Yeah, I mean, fired. Because there, there's no reason for that. They're and I understand the analogy the that you're saying. You're right. saying okay. that if there is a set of procedures in place and somebody doesn't follow them, yet when somebody follows them, it is a grand slam, should that particular individual be fined or punished? But are you? And I'm guessing you're, as the White House, the individual who hit the grand slam. Okay, here we go. But how do you? There you go. How do you make the players not go against the coach? Create a coup to overthrow the government? No. Okay. You, I, and you I basically have to go to a community that doesn't have an HOA. No, or I'm talking baseball. baseball. We're still talking. talking ba- we're still talking baseball. All right. Uh, in, in the All right. Baseball, so I the mean, best thing that Bill Parcells ever said is, "You don't treat star players like you treat non-star players." Exactly. Lawrence Taylor could come in. High after doing a bunch of cocaine at 3 a.m. And do whatever the fuck yeah. he wants. And do whatever he wants because he's Lawrence Taylor. Right. But you don't treat him the same way. Right. But, um, so I think in your analogy, at least what I'm guessing is to up come, what we're going to hear is that you still got fined. You still okay. were. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Finish. Finish. No. no yeah. You're, you're accurate, basically, is what you're leading to. Your assumptions are is that, again, to connect the analogy to the story is that he may have not followed what the coach or, the in this instance, the HOA instructed him to do, but he bettered the community, bettered the team, hit the home run with the paint color, that kind of thing. I think that's what we're building to. And yes. the next batter might say, I don't have to listen to the coach either. Mm. So, so now you, a trend. Set, you set a trend, right, right. to set what precedence. Okay, now my show is not only against HOA. If, I, if someone comes to me and emails me and says, hey, I have this issue, I'm going to look at the covenants and say, look, it says it right here. You can't do that. Right. I will back up the HOA. Right. right? So, I mean, I'm, I'm good with both sides. Mm-hmm. So, basically. Wait a second. Can you clarify that? Like front and back or? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> family show <laughs> this is it's not definitely not this a is show. not a family show but this, this this is the reason why 
it's important to realize and the difference here is that, okay, <laughs> your show is not this show. But okay. I want to be clear about something. You're not asking me, you're not asking Saul Wellman about legalities. You're, you're, you're talking about analogies and principles, and those are two very different things. Mm-hmm. And contracts as well. I mean, if you have a written, if you have a is contract, if you have a written agreement with another entity to do something, and you agree to abide by their rules when you move in there, whether you like them or not, I've been in the same situation as you. Not exactly, but had an issue with HOA, and they win because I agreed to that when I moved to that specific address. And if I don't like it, I can sell the house to someone right. else and move to another address. And let me point some out. That's and the end game is they win because they have it in writing and you have it on emotion. If it's reasonable, if, it, if it's not, yeah, if, if it's not, not excluded. In this, not in my example, they don't. But, but let me ask you a question. So do you always story. follow the law if even if you don't think the law is correct? Because my answer is no. Because you know what? 40 years ago, the law was different. Black people couldn't drink the same water that white people could. Right. So the True. law is not always correct. In fact, could be outdated. I, I don't even know if you guys know, but you know, as, as citizens in the state of Georgia, we have no power to change any type of legislation that occurs here. Right. Did you see the Kansas vote where it came to the, uh, the constitutional amendment as far as abortion and what they could do? Mm-hmm. That is a constitution that a state constitution that allows for the voters to change the law here in Georgia. You don't get that. You know what you get? Capitol Hill. And whoever's lobbying Capitol Hill gets to make the laws in Georgia. We don't have any type of, of power. So, so that's why I created my, my, my 5013K, the, the uh, Lawyers for Freedom, because not having any power is complete and utter horseshit. Right. We should be governing ourselves. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not sure how I was going to lead that back to what Steve was saying. <laughs> well, but, it, it, oh, basically you're, you're what you're talking about is the leadership in his neighborhood isn't up to satisfactory, isn't up to snuff. Is basically right, so what sometimes you trying don't to follow the law voice. because the law isn't right. So you got to be able to take the hits. you got to be willing. What is it, Rocky Balboa? you got to be willing to take the hits and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Me, yeah, so, I mean, that, that's the thing. Like Sometimes you have to be willing to take the hits that you know are going to hurt. And, and you do that in order to continue on and show, just like you're trying to do on your podcast, other people that it's okay to take the hits. But sometimes you have to be willing to take the hits because at the end of the day, what you're talking about is principles. You're not talking about legality. Right. So well, I'm not sure why let's I'm talk here. About, let's talk about the specific hit that he's taking now. Let's get to the point. Let's well, let get me, to let the me, house. Let me ask you one more question. Okay. Let's say the batter went up there and he didn't want to bunt, so he just put the bat on his shoulders despite the coach. Well, you, that would that'd be a detriment. That'd be a detriment to okay, the team. Okay, starting the team. Yeah. But you hold on. I'll, I'll circle back here. You, okay. as a manager, can pull him at any pitch. Do right. you do you do that or not? If he goes up there and puts his the bat on, on his, his shoulder, shoulder on yeah. the first, yeah, okay. I pull his ass. Okay, so yeah. here here here's what we learn in psychology in college. Um, you don't punish a positive result. Mm. Okay, yeah, I got I punished. That. Monetarily. Steve, you're making sense when there's no sense to be made. <laughs> tell them that. That's, 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 that's okay. the problem is yeah. you're being rational and logical when they're that's not. You're right. playing against a, a team that is not being rational. And you and haven't logical. even heard his story yet. You're, he's just building to the yeah. I know. I can't wait yet. for the crescendo. So, yeah. I can't, yeah. Hopefully it's not so, disappointing. No, it's not. <laughs> re- regardless of the outcome, whatever, the, the result was positive. Right. And this HOA ran out of the dugout and tackled me before I could score. Mm. Their mission statement is to make the community keep up their uh, you know, maintenance and also make sure the houses maintain their value. Right. The day we painted, 
I had realtors stop in the middle of my street. Now, I live the third house in, and I am on a hill. This lady squealed her tires, backed up with clients and a car behind her because we had the, the painting company sign in our front yard. She got out of her car. People are going around her, but there's cars coming down. So everybody's honking their horn because when you will go around that car, they're looking at my house like, what the fuck just happened to this house? Right. Okay. She comes across the street. She goes, is your house for sale? My client's exactly what they're looking for. Now, if you see my house before, it was a grungy blue gray with, you know, battered bricks in the front. Look like shit. I've had, you know, and so I got shit when I didn't paint it and I got more shit when I did paint it. Hmm. Okay. So that sounds like a lose-lose situation. I, I must have had maybe 20 cars pulling my driveway. I stood on, I stood across the street at a neighbor's house admiring this, this gorgeous paint job in this house transforming, and people are stopping in the street. They're knocking on my door, and I'm like, I'm over here. I'm over here. Um, so obviously you helped the team is, is your analogy and your connection. I followed the mission statement. Okay, now – we were going to paint. We, can, can you tell me the mission statement again, please? Yeah. Yes. So our, the mission statement of HOA is basically to, like you no, said. No, 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 no. I don't want a generic mission statement. I want the mission statement that you're well, there, there are a had. couple out there on, on, on Facebook and Google for uh, Bentwater. But, but you, does, does, you were GC, given, or does CMA have a specific mission the, statement? The, the main mission statement that I've read uh, when this is all going down, because, like I said, research-based, was to maintain property values. Okay. That, that's one of their main goals. Okay. And so you're saying what you did... At not only maintained your property value, mm -hmm. increased your property value. Oh, absolutely. And I had a realtor come to me and say, Steve, paint doesn't make your house more expensive. And I said, excuse me, mm -hmm. if you looked at my house and another house down the street, what it used to be, there's going to be a freaking bidding war on my house. Right. That's why it, it's going to be more you know, expensive. So we had, bottom line, we had water coming in our house, uh, leaking in our house. And so we had paint, we were going to paint our house um, coming up anyway. So we had dates set up. We turned in a form requesting to paint alabaster white. So the next couple of days, we had water. Let's, let's say that again. It's not like, you know, peacock blue. Correct. Or, you know, pea green or, we, you know, fluorescent yellow. You're, picked, you're talking white here. We picked alabaster white. problem with this. <laughs> we picked alabaster white because the research that I've done, it's not a trend. It's a classy look. Okay, but you did research outside of the covenant that you agreed to when you moved in in 2008, and what did that covenant say? Well, okay, the covenant say if you do something to your your home without permission, it's a fine. Okay, so okay. and then you put in the form. You, you submitted. You submitted for the I approval. I submitted a okay. form. Okay, we painted the next couple of days because water was leaking. So in. there was no exclusion for particular colors. You can't do deep purple. You can't do red, whatever that is over there. The, the jerk. <laughs> yeah. um, but there was no particular color that was excluded. It was just if you want to change the appearance of the home, you have to submit for approval. Correct. Okay. Unless you're painting it the same color, then you don't. So we we out of curiosity, what was the color? Our what was the, the before, previous color? Before. Oh, it was that? It was like a blue gray, and our front is all brick okay. with some blue gray, and the siding was all. It just looked shabby. Okay. It, it looked awful. So we've had letters to paint this whatever. So we knew when when the painters came out. We're going to pay the 150 because we didn't get it. So the mis another misconception is people always say, Steve, well, you didn't get permission to paint. That is not true. We, I was, we, we had letters to paint. It was the color that they didn't like. That they didn't like. Okay. So once we painted it and 50 people coming to my house, I couldn't even do yard work. People stopping, pulling in, which was a good compliment. All right. So we paid the $150. 
Just like the coach, if you don't do what we say, we're going to fine you ten grand. That was the fine for painting the wrong color was 150 Without permission to be using that color. Got it. Okay. So you submitted a form. Got permission to paint. They said no. No. Before they made a decision, we went ahead and painted. Okay. Okay. So everybody out there who thinks, oh, you didn't, you know, you, you didn't get permission to paint. No, we didn't get permission for the paint. They didn't like the paint color. You keep so, saying everybody out there. You know a lot more people than I do. Yes, I do. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. He's kind of a big deal. Did you not get that already? Well, well, I wasn't given any type of background okay. information he's, to come he's in. the White House guy. I, I just like to point that out. Again, as I <laughs> yeah. said, I would make sure that I get the call out on the podcast. Now, when um, I say everybody, I mean everybody who, go, who who's driven by my house. Members. I have never heard one bad complaint about the color of my house. Mm-hmm. Okay? So Alabaster White is nice. No, it, it, it it's, seems it's, like it would be. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I'll show you mm-hmm. pictures. Um, Have so, you thought about though? Maybe you're like a big guy, and they're scared to tell you they don't like. Well, your that's house? what we're getting to. We're, yeah, I'm we're thinking he's building an is argument the to the point the where. The is that, yeah. Right, I think he's building yeah, an argument that they're Steve. holding it against him right. and, and not the house. Oh okay. yeah, and, and and that's where I think the, the the main point here is what you wanted to portray, at least on this show, and you're going to get into more detail on on your show. Correct. Uh, is is that you feel? You know, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but uh, that they're basing their decisions on the wrong things. Okay, maybe that you're, you know, boisterous or the squeaky wheel or something like that. You feel mistreated that way. You don't punish a positive outcome that goes with the mission statement. Right. This White House added value to every single home in the neighborhood. Regardless if you like me or not, my house is gorgeous. It's beautiful. I even, right. had, I even had a board member tell me it is a beautiful house that, hmm. that you did. They just arbitrarily don't like Alabaster White. Well, they got caught. No, there's no way in hell that's true. What I'm assuming it has something to do with some type of personal relationship Steve has with, with the board members. Right. Somebody was pissed off about something, and that's how it's gone. Because so nobody, you think it's less nope. about the color and more about Steve? No, I don't think it's about Steve. I think it's about what transpired from the time he submitted the form, painted the house, and then what Karen he pissed off. Right. Because that's who on the board of directors when it comes to HOA is Karen's. Right. Karen's and what? What Steve's? Is that the, the male version? Well, no, that's not really appropriate. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. that's not really appropriate because there's a Steve sitting right next to you. But no, but I mean, whatever the male version of Karen is, I'm betting it's that. Interesting. I uh, because it, everything always comes down to interpersonal communication. It, it basically our CMA broke broke protocol with her ethics and called my wife. Ooh. And looking at the covenants, it specifically says if you do something extreme modification on the outside. Ie dangerous situation, anything you know that like that. They they have a certain protocol of what letters they send you. Okay. Yeah. What is that protocol? Is there like a three strikes and you're out kind of thing? Some of those things are automated too. Just you know, well, spread that side of it too. There are some of these firms that have just automated letters that come out and you know they're just automatically going to send it. Maybe somebody packages it up. I don't know exactly the process, but I know that there are automated examples of where like if a fine's triggered, then the algorithm or the format or whatever right. automatically induces them to mail a letter to that person hoping they get paid because at the end of the day, like I said, the the big management companies only care just about want money. every money, every bit of money they can get. Right. Oh sure. Yeah, and the and protocol is you get, on their bullshit. You get you get three letters, like like warning letters. However, part of the covenants said in, in bold says if you do an extreme modification, you know, you immediately are gonna get a lawyer attorney letter. Okay, and it had it had examples like dangerous situation, you know, or anything like that. It did not say that the CMA will call your house and harass and make threats towards your so wife. So they broke protocol. Oh, absolutely. Mm. She had so many phone calls 
about my house. We were calling up there. Right. She didn't come into my house and say, Steve, what's going on here? Okay. My wife was shaking. I was at work. I came home. She was listening to Do this. Do they have access to your personal cells and cell numbers? Yeah, everything is. Yeah, they do? Yeah. Okay. If you list them on the form. I mean, if, if you, you, list if them you on provide the, the information, then okay. they're going to save it in the database. Okay. And, the, and you know, the, the best part is when when she's talking to my wife, my you know, she's saying, you can't have a white house. You know, you're going to have to, like, paint each brick. You're, you're going to replace each brick. Yeah. That was her answer. And my wife said, who are you? Are right. you are you this are you the ARC reviewer? Right. And she goes, No, I'm I'm the CMA property manager. She goes, You can't have a white body house, you know, and painted brick, that kind of stuff. Because I said so. And she told my wife, she said, You're gonna lose in court. You better get a lawyer. And my wife was like, Who are you talking to me like that? You don't even that know. That seems like an extreme and, threat, like an extreme step. Yes. Like, aren't you just talking about paint color and then all of a sudden you jump to I'll see you in court? And I'm looking Again, through, I'm looking like, through, I'm looking at the covenants. Okay, if you do something, CMA is gonna call your house. I don't see that protocol in the covenants. Mm. But she got pissed off and said, I need to call over there. Right. So why did she specifically did she specifically come to the neighborhood just to target you? Or was she in there for another reason? Like what was the did she go as far as just to specifically come from CMA to your house to harass you? or ne- Never she... came to my house. Yeah, probably because she probably knew it wouldn't go very well. Now, my my house was the buzz of the neighborhood, okay? Now, when I worked at as an assistant principal or teacher, and there's a topic of, you know what, this is the big elephant in the room. I'm going to go confront it personally. Mm-hmm. Not one person came to my house mm-hmm. to say, Steve, I even know people on the board. I know them. Right. No one came to say, hey, let me take a look at this. Let's hey, have let a me meeting. Talk to you. Let's yes. sit down. Let's talk about this. They no. went right to lawyers. So they went right to jump and threatening about lawyers. But, you know. Well, let's, let's back up, though, Steve. Because Says the lawyer. It, it feels like. <laughs> I'm letting him take it, but I'm yeah. going to say that. No, no. I, I love what you're saying. I love what you're saying. But the first question that I have is that you submitted the form for approval, and then prior to approval, right. you went ahead and paid it. You don't mm-hmm. think that was going to piss the people you're off? You're fucked. I mean, you, you don't think scenario, it was going to piss somebody screwed. off? Okay. But. But you got to take emotions out of this. There's a no, protocol I, I in the covenant. I, I literally think you're keeping emotions in it. No, absolutely uh, not. I, I, I don't see that, how you're not. Your entire, yeah, your entire narrative tonight has been about principals and managers and baseball and football players. And it completely, can, yeah, I mean, like you can't have somebody tackle a player when you're talking about having a, a, a batter with a bat on his shoulder. But that said, like. I think uh, you have to at least look at that. Like, don't you think that that's the, so? You submitted for an approval. You didn't wait for the approval, and then you went ahead and painted the house. Yeah, and you don't think that pissed somebody off? Let me ask you this question. It probably did piss people. They off. live for that. But again, if it, to Steve's point off. about the covenant and the the mission statement that's is enough. is to the betterment of the community. So what I think right, his so argument is, yeah. I think what his I think what Steve's argument is is a valid one. He didn't go up to the plate and and hold the bat and not swing. He went up to the plate. Hit a home run, improved the value of his house by several different people. And I think maybe a way to prove that might be to have you thought about getting an appraisal done? I already have. You already have gotten an appraisal. I, I oh think yeah. That so was that? Of, of so did that appraisal increase when when or did the paint I'm make sure a difference? It did because from the shitty blue he was it, talking about to alabaster yeah, right. white There's was definitely that, a so but, so by law he followed the mission statement. The no, okay, first off, mission statement is not law. Okay, that's it's a mission statement. Okay. Secondly. You also used a, a term earlier. You said a covenant said you can't do something extreme to the outside of the home. What what defines oh, extreme? Okay, that's this, my point. This is the question I have for you. If you do something extreme, does it take something extreme to fix it? Um, I don't think it that's the de- definition of extreme. It depends. 
Do you realize the color of my house of alabaster? I don't realize. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't even know what color of his house is. <laughs> okay. Bad I can only guess what alabaster okay. white looks like. I'm yeah. just assuming it looks okay. like a really it's white. white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The color that I repainted, okay, mm-hmm. after the alabaster, okay, the, this is way on before, after what we went through in the appeal and all that. Ooh, there was an appeal that was heard. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we got to no, move, move this story along. We got to get yeah. to the legalities part of okay. this. Okay, so... He submitted, painted, got into a, an argument. No, you can't. They do that. lawyered up, or you lawyered up? Who lawyered up first? Well, that, that's. Hold on, let me back up. Okay. Yeah, this is a story, man. You okay, gotta, I'm, I'm just trying to move the narrative a little. If you, you, if you look at my house right now, as is, okay, the approved color that they said, hey, you got to change your paint. My alabaster white was 99 percent of what they were, what they wanted. Like I a changed, half a shade off or something. It, I changed it a half shade. All of this, I was I was ninety nine percent. That's what they'd want, but they said no. They say your houses can um, look white, but they can't be white. They can look white, but they can't be white. That sounds racist. That, <laughs> you took the words right out of Speaking my mouth. Speaking of racism, it was probably you sixty years ago where black people could drink out of a fountain. Yeah, thanks for I doing should, your research. No, I just I cleaned that up a little bit because forty <laughs> years ago was nineteen eighty. I'm just old as fuck. So, yeah, exactly. uh, yeah, so. But there is protocol. So once right. I once I painted, okay. I paid one hundred fifty. Yeah, I'm sure I pissed. Okay, people. so you 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 did say you paid the fine because you didn't Absolutely. follow. Okay, so you're cool with that. I knew that that's what's going to happen. Okay, so I you were willing to take the hit. You were willing yes. to take the hit. Okay, yes. cool. And so from there, the arc reviewer comes out to assess. Okay, if I didn't paint and I just said, "Hey, come on out here," and right. I, let's say I put approval in for alabaster, and they said no. The next step. Out, the arc reviewer comes out there and says, "Here's what color you can paint." Exactly. Okay. So me painting is irrelevant. I paid the fine because I did without permission. But the next step is still arc reviewer comes out and says, "Okay, here's the color you can paint." Okay. So what you're saying that is was 99 you knowingly... percent the same color. So you know so why that didn't you just have it painted? The... Why was it, it already it had already been painted? Because he likes alabaster. We chose alabaster. his wife liked alabaster. Okay, we, but if, if if it's that similar. What was the big deal about you going ahead and having it repainted? That's, and a, good, that's I, a good question. And I, I'll take a step back. Like, why did you go ahead and paint prior to the uh, the approval of he, the He said board? he had water coming in his house. There was a, a situation. Did you miss that part? He said he had water coming in his house, and that's why he I heard had that. to do I the didn't ceiling that he of the outside. Based on that. I guess I guess one question would be: Was it a reasonable amount of time since you had submitted? The Ooh, that's a good question. question. No, no, it was not. It okay. was like the next day or two days. We had the painters so you submitted on. The request we had the. And then we two had days the, later. You had painters. We had the painters on schedule to come out certain days. Right. So you. <laughs> no, listen. So he he says he knew. He knew that. But his point, though, is what he's saying is he knowingly uh, bypassed a procedure. Okay? Right. He paid the punishment for bypassing that procedure. So he's. In, in, in that, fairness, that step now is done because he has been he has atoned not. for it's that those mistake those so that he moves to the next you. step. So it's like if you get in trouble with the law and you get pulled over again, that last punishment follows you. And when you start off with this with the HOA, with the mailbox, which wasn't your fault, they shouldn't even gripe at you about that. Right. But then you jump the gun on painting the house and they're like, we don't like this type of person. It's not anything against you specifically. It's against... With that type of management company running that type of neighborhood, they want a very specific thing in that neighborhood. Well, and here's and the thing, too. Anything off base whatsoever without jumping through the hoops that everybody else in there jumped through. Right. They know that they're going to catch hell from everybody that they forced to follow all these specific stupid rules 
and they're going to catch hell from everybody else for not making you do it. So they're going to ram it down your throat just to make you go by the same route. And I'm not, I'm not against what you did at all. I'm not either. What, what I'm trying to, to figure out is your best argument. And your best argument is not that I submitted the, the approval papers and then I went and paid in it because of a leak. Your best argument is the language in the covenant, which says extreme. What you did was not extreme no. if it's 99%. That's why they, I asked you. Does it take uh, an extreme? That's, that's, that's your best right. argument. Right. So you have arguments. Uh, I, yes. think, I think you're just focusing. Or at okay. least in this podcast, we've talked about the wrong one. That's uh, why I asked which you. Which is why I keep I was, trying to I was, ask. I was leading yeah. you down that road to uh, mention that fact. Right. So I was wrong. Okay. So, KC, I'm normally wrong. That's okay. I mean, that, yeah, that's but look, fine. When that's the guys, your best that's why you have a lawyer. When the, when the guys came out to paint, they we I had so much sighting and and on on the back of my house, the guy said, This is the worst house I've seen that's damaged, like rotten wood and siding coming off. I said, I said, look at inside. So that's that that's why I told him, I need to paint right now because you're gonna put all this shit back on my house and I I need to paint. You gotta stop focusing on that. Yeah, man. I think I think you're focusing on the wrong thing. I think you, you what, literally what, you what have to stop focusing on that because I haven't gotten you, to the meat of this yet. Okay, well let me hear let well, me, We're already at forty five minutes. Let me hear let me hear the big cock of this. Let me clock. let me hear this. Well, Regardless of the reason, I pay the fine, and then we move on to the ARC reviewer. Do you know what the fine was was listed as? What was the fine? What were you fined for? That's correct. Well, the form says if you do any kind of modification or Extreme. if you do any no, that's if you get a lawyer letter. Okay. If this was just like hey, you know, cut your grass. You, you get three courtesy letters. Mm. But if it's an extreme modification, and that's why I say this was an extreme. Right, so your, your best argument, what Saul is saying, is your right. best argument is no, saying that saying it wasn't that. an extreme change. Oh, I've been saying that, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So, that makes more sense than what I was focusing on. But, okay, so ARC Reviewer comes out, okay, supposedly, and I send, a, I send a letter to the board members, a formal complaint against CMA for harassing and making threats to my wife about getting a lawyer. As a homeowner, I can do that. Right. And it's skipping a bunch of procedural steps before jumping, hey, go get a lawyer. Like, hey, we're, let's sit down and talk. Let's civilly try to figure well, you this don't out. Have can we do that? Right, it's but the thing that you do. It's what you're supposed to do. In right. fairness, I think that, again, I'm not being a dick. I'm just saying that yes, you are. I think that what she said isn't exactly mean or wrong because if she looks at the data like we originally discussed, where it's like you have to submit this form, you didn't submit the form, you started without approval. There's bylaws and covenants in place. We're going to fine you. We're going to harass you over this because that's what we do. And if you're going to fight that, you're going to need a lawyer because you're going to lose. It's the same way. That is not her role. Real estate yeah, deal, but that's not her role. That's it's not, not her, her role. role, but I'm saying that I don't. That's not her role. You know, I, you, you, I think that. You don't, you don't call my wife and harass and make threats and say, you're, you're going to be you know, this. Getting thing. an attorney is right. a threat. Right. It's, so, yeah, no. The covenant state, if you do it was this, unprofessional. we I'm send you this letter. You don't call my house. You don't come over right. my house. So You shouldn't. So, basically, that letter I sent to the board members, because the board member told me that's what I need to do, I sent it to all of them, and I said, look, a formal complaint, and on the back end, I said, look, I have a resolution. Because the covenant state, clearly, try to, if you have any dispute with homeowners, CMA, Amicably with the homeowners, try to resolve this before any kind of litigation. Right. That, okay. That's what, you that's, so, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. I put, steps before you're jumping to lawyers. I put yeah. on the bottom of that of that paper. I said, "Look, I don't want anybody fired. I just want to sit down. Maybe maybe she had a bad day. Okay, and let's get up, shake hands, and find out why this happened. 
So you wanted you wanted your theoretical air quote day in court, just like the, an opportunity to speak your piece, not in court, but just to have an opportunity to be heard and say, listen, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to screw anybody. But instead of giving you that opportunity, the HOA went right to we're lawyering up like this is this is well, the CMA did not HOA. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. CMA. That's I, right. I misspoke. So I'm not I'm not that guy to go, oh, F you. I'm going to sue you because no. Right. You're going to try to amicably solve Let's it. Let's talk about this. Okay. As my you know, job. And so did they come to the they, table they with They are anything? those guys, though. Th- that letter was ignored. CMA, I, I don't know them personally, obviously, but most... Community Management man- Association. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Trust me, most they are those guys. large management companies mm-hmm. are going to be those guys. Yeah. To where they want a lawyer up, they already are, and they have they're not going to have a personal conversation. Or, there's all of three HOAs. Because yeah. they, they usually avoid the personal conversations and say, no, just if you're going to be this way, we're going to get our attorneys on it. They're going to handle it. They don't want to deal with it. more money off you now because... We got attorneys involved, and we're going to. All right, so I'm not sure about the meat of the story, but tell me the damages that okay. you incurred. So, if you were the HOA attorney, and your next course is to send me a letter because it's an extreme thing, and ooh, what attorney was it? Was it Johansson or Lazega? Who was it? Laura. She's a one-off. Okay. Okay. What if you sent me a letter, Saul? But you didn't read the covenants, and you were wrong in the letter that you sent me. Then I fucked up. So the, the attorney misrepresented the covenants. Mm-hmm. Then I fucked up. And then, yep. you, then the attorney fucked up. Yeah, yep. that's a game changer. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. a. And, yep. I, and again, I think, and I think too, to not to hammer home a point that's already been taken, but Saul made a great point. The word extreme is is subjective. Right. It's not. It's right. not. You know, this is extreme, and this is not. It, 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 it's it's it a gray is. area. But it it's normally not left up to the homeowner to interpret how the word extreme word. so you're right. so what ooh, you're left so your to, definition ooh, it's a, it's but a, would what would the definition of extreme be defined as changing a color that is 99% similar to one that is approved would that be classified as an extreme that is a jury trial question that exactly. is a question for the jury that is not a that is not a law question that is a fact finder question and a jury is the fact finder so what is extreme, and I don't know how you can make the argument that, that you painted the house 99% of what they wanted you to paint it or they would want you to paint it. Right, or a half a shade off or like a very similar color to what was. It would have been extreme. Right. But again, I mean, unless there's a so they're holding you, so Steve, just again to, to correct, this, correctly this color, summarize right. this, they're holding you to saying that you made an extreme change to your house and now they're telling you that you have to arbitrarily fix everything and spend way more money correcting an error that you don't view as an error because it improved the property value of your house right so once i once that complaint letter went ignored okay never heard anything from there from you to cma can you imagine me in your job someone has a a man we're mandatory reporters someone complains about an employee and, and you it's ignore ignored it. okay so from there i get the lawyer letter saying hey the, the hoa wouldn't have approved that anyway and so i sent a letter to the president herself explaining hey you know where i live let me, can I come in and talk to you? The reason why I, I had to repaint right away. My house is the buzz of the neighborhood. Right. Can I come in and talk to you, shake your hand and say, hey, here's the here's why I did this. The human aspect Meet of things. Meet me. And, and <laughs> that letter went ignored. <laughs> right. That letter went ignored. Lawyer letter sent me. She goes, hey, I, I saw that you tried to contact the board. They don't meet that way, but you can, ha- you can have an appeal hearing. And I'm sorry about your house, you know, water coming in, but that was an excuse. The board wouldn't have approved your house color anyway. And see, that's the difference. That's, I think, the difference between a government or a company run HOA and a community run HOA. Because I really think that your community board, like, did your, were you able to meet with anybody in the community? 
about no. And about the reason this? why the lawyer said that is because she misinterpreted the covenants. She didn't know she misrepresented. Them. The so covenants. that letter was was not you know valid basically. Right. Well, if, he, if an attorney sent you a letter with false information, and correct me if I'm wrong, Saul. I mean that's like a major deal. Correct. I mean right. If they're accusing you of, of doing something that's false, I mean obviously there's a problem there. So no, line. because a lawyer. I mean, like, yeah, it's it's a fuck up. But at, at the end of the day, that letter means nothing in the court of law. Right. Before. He's showing he's showing pictures over here to to Rocky and and Saul of of the before and after. That's the alabaster. Of That's the after. before, after. So, but okay. So all right. So I want to get into the legalities of this, okay. right? Because this is why you brought me here. This is why Saul. Well, yeah. So let's here. get some. Let's get some. Uh, so how much money are you opinion? out? Are you still in the home? Are you still getting lien notifications? Are you still getting fined? Like, what's the damage? I have. I had ten thousand dollars and a threatening to foreclose on my house. Foreclose? They can foreclose on your house. Oh because, yeah, yeah. Because it's a lien. It went to a uh, holy shit. Yeah. So. Looking at these letters, but I literally, the, the ARC reviewer denial letter that I received for what it was, it said the reason why my house was denied, okay? This is the ARC reviewer coming Denied out. for what? Huh? Denied the paint, for, the paint color was so denied. So the ARC reviewer came out, okay? That's why. Whether I painted or color, not. color, right. Okay? It says on my form, you were denied because of this reason. White is not an approved body color nor brick paint. Yet that is not in the covenant. I'm, I, I, the one thing I have to ask about this is specifically the brick paint. So I understand painting a house white, but if you painted the brick white, uh -huh. that could be a specific exception. Okay. If the brick has to be a certain red brick or whatever in okay. the covenants or in the community association disclosure, whatever you have, you know, it, there could be some specific language about specific colors that we don't know about. But the, 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 and to your point, the origin of my analysis would be to start with the actual contract that you signed as far as... Right. The, yeah, that, that would be... Because you have to The same the contract the other people who painted their houses white followed as well. Right. Okay. That's, uh, so there were other people who did the same thing? Yes. Wait, other people that, that, that painted a legal color or other my, people that painted an illegal color? My wife, to the CMA, when she was yelling at her, my wife said, what about the white house painted brick down the street? And the CMA manager oh, said second. to her, okay. this is her answer. Okay. She, she didn't tell the truth. She said, you don't know their situations. In other words, does could, their situation matter? There could be a lien. There could be letters. She can't tell us whether or not they're being penalized. Right. They're currently in being so, investigated. That's a CMA type of answer. That that is. Is. That's hold what on. you're going to do because they're so, protecting their ass. At my right. appeal hearing, I had eight notebooks with eight other white homes in the neighborhood also with white brick in the front that were also in violation of of what their covenant says. hold on yes i gave him the notebooks and i said please pick out my house that violates this letter right here which house is mine and they looked at me could they identify your house no so i, I said these, these are other eight other white homes in the neighborhood what? and i looked at the cma manager and i said you told my wife that we don't know their situations I knocked on every single door, and I said, when did you paint your house? I do know your situation. I know. I went down every single house, and I said, this house is 2009. They painted this. Here's, you know, They had no violation letters at all. Right. And I looked at her, and I said, I know everybody's situation. So you got the CMA's politically correct answer. You don't know their situation, so you took right. that upon it and did your research, and you went and found out their situation. Take out my house out of these eight. Hey, which one's mine? And they didn't have 
they couldn't do it. They, interesting. So, so they were be, you so, were being singled out, and there's kind of a double standard here. So legally, Saul, do you think that the fact that he gathered the information, is that considered admissible when he goes before these hearings to say, sure. I've spoken to other people and they have told me this, is, would they have to go testify, I guess? Right, because CMA said, well, you, they used that excuse of, well, you don't know their situation. And then Steve said, well, here's their situation. I spoke to them personally. If I would have told them their other, other homes in the neighborhood, they would have said, prove it. So I did. So you did. Now, the CMA lady told this one house with the white brick and said she, she said that she didn't, wouldn't have approved that house because she didn't work at Bentwater. I pulled out the approval letter with her name on it from oh. that homeowner. So she said, said she didn't approve it, and then you pulled out a piece correct. of paper with her signature on it for approval. I've heard, yeah. Wow. And I said, your name is right here. So now you're lying. The president emailed my wife and said, the ARC reviewer unofficially doesn't approve Sherwin-William color paint between 256 and like 276, like the, on the, the swatches. Numbers, the number okay? swatches. And the house that the CMA lady approved is snowbound, which is in that range. That, that range of not So allowed. now th- they made up everything they double could standard, double standard. to make sure I'm guilty. Right. Was and, that written somewhere, though? Was that written? No. Or did they just make that up? Was it? Did they show you where that is written or where why the number this number to this so, number is not included somewhere in that tons no, of pages you it's got not written at all so from the very first thing when i had those notebooks okay her very first thought not from the covenants or anything her first excuse why i should be guilty she said these houses look more cream than white so that's her that's that's their argument that was the first argument. Ugh, now, a shitty argument. if I said, hey, there are eight, there's other white houses, my burden of proof is on me because I, I made that reference. So I proved it. The burden of proof is on her now to prove that those are cream. That's I, not how it works. I told her, well, hold on. I, I asked her, will you please? But that was her only excuse. It was that it's cream, it not white. Covenants, you're hey, taking legalities and you're, you're, interse- you're literally dropping them into person to person communication so clarify for us all so look if you if you're a plaintiff and you're bringing a, a case you have the burden of proof depending on whether it's civil or, or whatever of a, a particular threshold what you're doing is you're taking that threshold and you're interjecting it into a conversation that you're having and 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 earlier you said uh, you know no emotionality it is all emotion here you pissed off somebody right now you, you basically went up and, and, and took a bat. And they must a, hate you. Hit a, a hornet's uh, nest or, right. or a wasp nest or whatever. Just stirred the and pot. now you're wondering, well, wait a second. How come you're doing it to me? I don't think he's wondering. I think That's he's, not true. Yeah, I, don't think I, I had all the facts I, on my side. You did not. I do. You literally okay. painted prior to getting the approval. And that's did, a fine. Do you think? Okay. Do you think the other people did that? Did what, they whatever, pay a fine? Or did do they I po- think or do I know? Do you? Did they get an approval prior to painting whatever color they painted? They were approved like? for that. Color. They, hold they on, were no, approved. Hold on. Hold so, on. No. We haven't gotten to that yet. No. Okay, go they, ahead. No, they, they just they didn't have any violation. But there is a house in the neighborhood who painted his house all white, no letter, no approval, no violations. No letter, no approval, no violations. So let's do this. Let's okay. back up. Let's call selective enforcement. You, you submit the approval. You paint. Mm-hmm. You pay the levy. Yep. Right, you pay the fine. What happens after that? And no phone calls with your wife legally. What happens after you paid that fine? What complaint did you get? What complaint did you send? What happens up until the point we are right now? Like, just tell me the basic legalities of what have happened. 
since then? Since I painted? Since you paid the $150 levy fee. Oh, I sent the, the formal complaint, and then I sent a letter to, wait, wait, to CMA. Wait, 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 wait. Why did you send the formal complaint? Because I'm protecting my wife from someone who should not be calling my wife, making threats and harassing her. So you paid the fine. Somebody called your wife, said something about a lawyer. You sent a formal complaint. To try to amicably sit down and resolve it. Okay, what happened from that point? Okay, so from that point, I received, I sent a letter to the president saying, hey, can I sit down with you personally and talk to you about my house? Okay. Just get to know me. Okay. You know, here's why. You're not being, you know, you're not being fined at this point. No. Okay. No, no, the Ark Revere hasn't even come out yet. Okay. So from there, because the covenants say if you do an extreme modification, a lawyer letter is sent out to you right away. So I got a lawyer letter who spoke for the president saying... All right, but the president didn't get back with you. No. Okay, a lawyer letter The lawyer came. did. It made a reference to the letter I sent to the president. And what was false about what she sent or what the lawyer she, sent? She was saying the HOA would not approve your house anyway because... And I, if you, when I go forward in my appeal hearing, when I asked Christian, I said, go out in the daylight, look at the houses, they are white. The CMA lady, she has a CMA license with Greg. Okay, she knows there are white houses in the neighborhood. I don't want no. None of that is important to the, to the analysis well, that we're doing right now. Well, it's the legality aspect. Okay, of it. there's okay. none of that that's important. What's important so right now lawyer, is that so, you you sent a formal complaint. So the you lawyer sent a letter over to the president. The lawyer got back with you. Okay. And what happened from that point? The lawyer at the appeal looked at me after I proved everything that I had. Okay, wait. Okay, you just said appeal. When did you file an appeal? My appeal to that I, that my house can be this color. All right. So at what point did you file the appeal? Within. 30 days that I have appeal when I got the ARC reviewer denial letter. It okay, said, so the ARC reviewer had not occurred at this point. No, the ARC reviewer came out and said white is not an approved body color nor brick paint. So that I, was I appealed that decision. Prior to or so after. So you appealed the reviewer's decision. Yes, I appealed the reviewer's decision. Okay, but prior okay. to or after your, your, your wife getting the phone call? After. Okay, so after the president's letter that you sent? Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah. after that, you got a letter yes. from the attorney. Yes, I see what you're saying. Then okay. the ARC came in. Yes, okay. yes. And then you said, okay, fuck appeal, that. Appeal, appeal, right. and then I'm they appeal. said, okay, we'll come in, yeah. Yep. Okay, and then what happened after the appeal? So after at, you filed for the appeal? Well, at the appeal, after I proved with the notebooks and that there are other homes and blah, 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 the, the lawyer so looked. So you, you filed the appeal. They gave you a hearing date. Yes. Okay, and yes. then in that hearing date, you did the notebook yes. thing. Okay. And the lawyer was only going to show up if I brought one. I did not. She stayed. I don't know why she's at my, non-bi- my you know, non-biased appeal hearing, but she was there. She was hearing all this, and she saw, and not one time did you know anybody defend the ARC reviewer. They were just making up stuff, and I was catching them. The lawyer looked at me and said, Alabaster isn't allowed. And I said, where is that written? She said, it's not. It doesn't have to be. The reason why she said that is because, and the reason why she said what she said in the letter was because she thought Bentwater had a color wheel, an approved color list. Do they? There is not a color wheel. Oh. The board members had to correct her at my appeal hearing. So okay. the letter she sent when she said they wouldn't approve you anyway because she thought Alabaster wasn't on the wheel, so you can't go there. Was but there is not. Fact. So that letter, she didn't do her homework. Right. That's another well, problem so, with approved with with managing yeah. thirty different. They don't. They don't know their. They don't know their. So that is, that's incompetence. Right. That's not it intentional is. tort. That, that, that exactly. that's incompetence. Correct. That's a dumbass attorney who doesn't do their damn Correct. homework. Which is what makes me good if you want to hire me. But still, all right, so that, that occurs. Better call Saul. Then what happens after that? Uh, I was fined about $3,000 for her being there. So they sent you a letter for attorney's fees? 
I paid for her for not knowing anything and not asking her to be there, correct? And you paid that? Well, that's still pending. pending. Okay. So what happened after that? So after that, um, after they had to correct her, they all agreed after not agreeing to sign the approval. The houses look cream. They didn't check on that either. Um, paint color is this, but this this is the paint color snowbound. It's within that range. They didn't ba- they didn't use any documents or facts to prove that I was wrong. And I had all my I had everything, all my facts for the covenants. You're not everything. wrong. Let's just okay. say, let's state that you're not wrong. Right, correct. What so, we're trying to do is we're trying to find a legal argument. A legal to tell argument them to for you to stand off. on. Right. So, okay, so. We agreed at the end. The CMA worker said, well, there's so many houses in the neighborhood in each section, so they have to be a certain color. There are only eight in the neighborhood, okay? So the next, so when I left, I said, go and check the houses. You said they're cream. Please check them, all right? So they never did that. The next day, I was denied, okay? I, so the appeal came back. I, I, was, I was denied. denied. The lawyer is not on the attendance list of the meeting. But she was there. She was there, but she, she's not listed on the attendance meet on, on, on the there's list. always minutes that are taken down. I asked. I yeah. asked for minutes. It took a couple months to get them. Um, so in the minute, all the all the minutes said was who was at the meeting, and it had everybody's vote yes or no. No notes, nothing else. Just a blank sheet with everybody's name. Was the attorney there though? Yeah, I was gonna the say minutes? was the attorney. The attorney on that is list? not on the. She was not listed as an attendee. But yet they still charged you three thousand dollars for her to be there. Yeah, sounds like yeah, that sounds like a whole bunch of bullshit. There's a four to me. corner uh, four corner rule involved in that. Sounds one. like you better it's call Saul. Eight corners, but yeah, eight um, corners, eight corners. Yeah, well, we go with four corners. Well, yeah, four <laughs> school, corners. School law, we do. Four I got corners. it. Bingo. Well, four corners oh. is contract. Yep. The second four corners is constitution. Okay. So okay. that's how you always base it. Oh, okay. Right. So they actually sent you a fucking bill for the goddamn attorney, and then on top of it, they didn't put her in the minutes. Well, it gets better. Keep going. So we painted. If we have to stop, we'll stop. No, it, we're just getting to the good shit. I Come know. on. <laughs> it only took us an hour and a half to get here. But yeah. well, we have a lot of questions. There's, there's and a lot of yeah, keep going. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. Okay, keep so, going. but realize people picture. listening to this want to hear this. Yeah. You know, whether or not. So, my wife and I, we decided, you know what, instead of fighting this, because we had everything we could have fought, we decided to repaint. So, we, so, in August of last year, we repainted our house. The next day, nobody came to look at the house. The next month, September, nothing, no letters. October came around, so almost two and a half months later. This is October twenty one. Yes, and so I have these, uh, I have these Halloween signs I put out. They're kind of funny, kind of anti uh, certain political people. All <laughs> oh, right. this is gonna be a good next segment. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, so it's gonna be good. <laughs> it I've, is gonna be but great. I've had them up for you know a few years. And they always get mad at me. And the CMA lady says, if you put them out again, we're going to fine you 300 bucks. Dude, so, you have literally pissed off yeah. the people. You I mean, pissed like, in their cornflakes, man. Everything but you can't you do make now. up a doll. Right. You can't, no, can't make up. Agreed. To that point. Agreed. So Agreed. Just because okay, you pissed you in their cornflakes okay. doesn't mean they can so, do that shit. I, so. Uh, they have a lot of power. But it's not. They have, a, they have a lot of deep pockets is what it, they have. They might not have a lot of power. Congress doesn't have the power specifically for some of the things three years do, been three years i've had these signs they do it and we just and you've, don't ne- go you've never made it no fines or anything for three years you've had these thing. things for I mean, three they, years and all hold of a on sudden. hold on rock so i forgot your name was rocky that's good late, it is. Uh, that, oh, yeah. so late october late october <laughs> i even referenced rocky Balboa earlier sorry it's too good so late october we get two warning letters a violation letters and an email about well, the signs the first violation is the signs okay that's funny the second one is your your door's blue. We didn't approve the blue door. You need to repaint that. Blah blah blah. So my wife's so my wife said, 
Had we have painted it, that was over seven months ago. However, we painted that over six years ago. So we sent that to CMA, like, we painted this, like, six years ago. The never, door, you mean? Ne- never heard from her again. Like, no apology, nothing. They're trying to find stuff. All right. Then I get another lawyer letter from a different law firm. We are taking over your case. No no reason. Yeah, because they finally figured out up. she was incompetent. I, I think the reasons are obvious, though. <laughs> yeah, because she's incompetent. <laughs> That's she's why. Okay. Poor job she's done a poor job. They have a whole of a lawyer. with you, and she's too close to the situation. she's a piss-poor lawyer, and you so, push buttons, and she's aggravated. Right. And, yeah, but that was but the, end the end email that. that we got was from saying, it, it you didn't repaint your house in August. Now, here it is late October. Never heard anything back. My wife emailed back and said, yeah, we did. The ARC reviewer wrote back and it says, it appears they did not. Even though you did repaint. Yes. Jesus. So. They can't even tell the difference from the repaint. So the lawyer sends a letter saying, because you didn't repaint, we're assessing you more fines. He didn't come to my house. He didn't knock at my door. Do you have an invoice? Do you have paint? Can I test your paint color? He just, HOA said, they didn't repaint. But you did. I have an invoice. But you did. That's the bottom line. Yes. (laughs) So well, see now you're talking about legality. Yeah. So now they're dumb and they're just they're the, not dumb. Well, they're talking about ex- well. In essence, they they find him for an extreme change in the beginning, but now they can't even tell the change when he fixed it. So that's not extreme. Oh, I bet they can tell. I bet they just don't care. Steve has pissed them off. Yeah. But so I, they but are I, going but I to do just keep what, fishing until he doesn't argue something. So so now where are we? Well, I mean, I, honestly, at the appeal, they never gave me a reason why I was denied based on facts or anything. It was just based on emotion. They, they, they punished a good result because I pissed someone off, but they, they panicked. They were in a frenzy. They didn't know how to react to all my... Someone challenging their authority. If the CMA would have said, hey, there are white houses in the neighborhood, you're wrong, this would have been dropped. But she was quiet, which started more shit going on. Mm-hmm. So, basically, uh, I got a letter... Last month saying, hey, you know, now you owe $10,000 and we're going to foreclose on your home. My house is already painted Holy how they want shit. it. And so basically I got a lawyer involved. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my lawyer asked them, hey, they repainted. And, they, and that lawyer said to him, well, they didn't, they didn't believe him. They didn't believe him? You showed him. Did you show him the fucking invoice? Yeah, I sent it to him. Here it is. No, we still didn't believe you. And what? so they want you to move. Yeah, that's, this that's probably all, what it is. So at this, this is point, all around they have a vendetta against you. And that's probably you what yeah, it is. They're trying to flex as much as possible without being liable to you for any. Right. You know, they're going to push you as far as you're going to. Yeah, they're right. going to push you as they far as you're going to take it. To have any kind of claim against. At this something. point, I'm willing to bet you don't owe them anything, and you're still just pissed off. No, they. My lawyer got them down to half, and I wasn't happy with that because I don't owe to five, five thousand, but I'm paying him stuff. But I'm like, five is ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it because it, if you painted and you, you corrected an invoice, it. Yeah. then you say nothing. It's zero. But they want me to pay attorney fees that she was there. But they should have been re- She was the there representing them, though, not you. Issue. Forced me to, to pay attorney fees who came in when I didn't ask her to. Since, who but, thought there was a like, paying those fees? Because I'm paying because she her travel expenses for her to be there. But she that. You didn't want her there. there. You didn't tell her to be there. You didn't, you're not responsible for that. Exactly yeah, they right. they pay for her because you didn't do anything wrong and if they found that you didn't do yeah, anything wrong Yeah, your lawyer needs hearing, to say I owe them zero right, dollars. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just That's add something in here. Alright, Saul, come on. Bring us down to earth. You're paying your attorney hourly, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, it's not a contingency fee. It's hourly. So, yeah, it makes sense. 
So do you are you are you? Of course, it makes sense. Well, no, I mean, I'm saying from the from the lawyer perspective, are you saying that his his lawyer might not be doing the best service potentially for him? I'm saying in that particular legal field, same as family law, um, the majority of attorneys will run your bill up as high as they possibly can before he didn't do that, getting though. you. No, he, he didn't, didn't do that. Okay, so you don't feel like he's running your bill up or you feel like his bill that you owe him is legit? I feel that I, I paid him money for not, not an outcome that should have been. I shouldn't owe anything. But his services you feel were legit is what I'm asking. If it, if it was is, that, is, that, is that right? Because you still owe some other attorney that was never there, you didn't want there in the first place, is not in the minutes, and you still owe them. So really, is that is, is that what you're telling me? Is that your attorney did a great job as far as... No, no, not at all. Yeah. No, okay. no, not at all. That's, not kind of, all. that's what I'm kind of getting that's, to the That's what I'm saying. Too. I'm like, and, I don't know, man. I, I, because while you're saying that you, you feel like your attorney billed you legitimately hourly... You still haven't gotten the results you the want. The outcome so you know wasn't there. Happen? Yeah, you still haven't gotten the outcome. So, you want. all right. So, is the situation resolved? Uh, basically, forced to pay the five grand. Jeez. Unless Christ. I hire another attorney, which I'd be happy to do. There's one sitting next to you. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just. I mean, I'm not. Like I'm not like. Now. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just saying. Oh, what, you're I, an the, attorney. This guy needs an attorney. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> hey, did you meet? Wait, we have an attorney here. Is there an attorney here? Somebody who's an attorney here. No, yeah, I mean, attorney X, right? Listen, I mean, <laughs> I'm not a fucking attorney, okay? I'm just, you know, king nobody. Okay, I, I, I would love to know the reasoning behind why your attorney is telling you that, that you, you owe him money. Yeah, I have a case on a well, no, fucking I'm, silver platter. Not, not why him. do you owe any Her. money? Why do you owe anybody any money? Well, well, no, I understand the attorney why he's paying the attorney. The yeah, attorney. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the outcome. Correct. Why? Why do you owe CMA or any money? Yeah, we're talking over each other. But if there is a sound legal reason why you have to pay her, I just haven't heard it yet. Nor me. So what I'm curious hold on, hold on, is... Hold on, hold on, Casey. On my spreadsheet with from my attorney who says you owe $1,500 in assessment fees, I said, what is this? And they said, because they think you didn't repaint. Why am I paying $1,500 when I have an invoice? Yeah, why is I, your attorney accepting I, anything other I than zero? A, I would have I paid him the full five grand retainer, okay? You didn't, though. You paid him hourly. Pay him two. Well, that, that's how it works. I, mean, I paid him two. You pay the retainer and then you bill okay, hourly. And then you hourly. So he that. gave me money back, okay? But I need a bulldog to say, dude, I asked you questions about this, this, and this, and never got anything. And he just said, well, I got you half, half, you know, half your money. I said, I don't owe anything. Right. So, I took, I, I took, I took your money, and then I got you half of your money that you still owe. Right. That is not the best Saul move ever. No. I say that. So interesting. Yeah, Saul. So what I'm thinking is, you is take this over. attorney looking at? Is is this a small potatoes deal in the attorney world where he's like, I'm not making much money on this. I don't even really want to deal with this. I got you half off. Just shut up and pay the fine and let's move mm-hmm. on. Is he just yeah. trying to get his money and run and go on to another client? I mean, I see it in real estate. Somebody calls me about a twenty thousand dollar lot. I'm going to make three hundred bucks. It's like yeah. I'm not really motivated to go drive an hour and go show you a property. Yeah. If it's a million dollars, okay, well, yeah, we'll talk. I'll you, I'll quit when I'm your right lawyer. Now I think is it. thinking it's a win for everybody. He's looking at it like I'm going to get paid because you're going to pay me, and he's thinking he got you half the half the money. Exactly. So he's thinking he's win win. He he but a good you job. you don't. Then I got to pay him. Right. But, but you shouldn't. You you're holding you're on to, to the innocence that you don't owe anybody anything. So I don't know why you're accepting even half of it. So anything from August till now, I owe nothing because I have an invoice. They right. just said we don't believe you did repaint. So, so they're charging me right. for Correct. her attorney fees. She's not even listed on And I told so my lawyer, I said, dude, zero. hammer that. They're not on the attendance list. They're not this, this, this. She showed up. Yes. And what did your attorney say? I got you half of it off. Fuck him, man. 
Sorry. Yeah, that's what this is. Fuck him. Fire dude. your attorney podcast. Man. Listen, fuck him. Let me ask you no a question. I don't. I don't know your attorney from here, from but April, but I'm, I'm, listen, if you I if do. you honestly if you honestly think that you owe nothing, and and from what I think you don't because you you repainted, you fixed what you did. They're saying you didn't. All of the fines were accrued after you fixed your paint color. So you have an invoice proving that you painted. You owe zero. And you should accept nothing less than zero. Saul, but tell it, me I'm wrong. It sounds like he's not being charged for that. It sounds like what he's being charged for, the fines, are the attorney's fees. Yes. Plus a $1,500 assessment? Fine assessment fee to see him at, yeah. So he's not, okay. getting, he's not getting charged. He's not getting fined for that. He's getting, he's getting fined for something else. For the attorney being there that he still should want. not be charged he, for. Exactly. He, he told me that the law is not on my side with this. The attorney, your attorney my said attorney that? My attorney said that to me. Your yes. attorney is sick of this case and wants to go on, but uh, that's not my right, So you seem like a very, very informed like. individual. What does the CCNR say about attorney's fees? Um, if they, well, he, oh, I'm glad you said that. He also said it's a normal thing that in this kind of case that might be like uh, going to court. That lawyer had to be at your meeting. I said your attorney's failing you, and she's and plus she's not on the attendance list. Your attorney's failing you. Who, who quoted the retainer fee? Him or you? Or did he quote one and then you came back with one with a counter? He went back to see if he can lower it. And he came back with uh, like fifty four hundred dollars or so as his retainer. No, no, oh no, no, no. The retainer fee was five grand. No, that's that's typical. Is that typical? So no. I owed, so I paid him two thousand dollars of it. So you gave him five, and then he gave you back three. He gave me three back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that, and that's typical. If he could have taken that money, he would have taken that money. So there has to be a legal reason why he didn't. Why would he not take three thousand dollars that's sitting there in the escrow account? He was so excited to say, "Hey, I got you halfway," like just to settle. How long is this? Okay, so is this like a seasoned attorney? Is it like a, a friend of yours? He's is a military it? guy, like Army, okay. I think. You know, so um, so he was just name, happy to, his to get it is, down. His name's not on the sign, you know. Per got se. it, got it. So minus, he was just happy minus. to be in the room. Not uh, here. Here's what I tell you. I <laughs> know. I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, here's what I tell you. So you were a principal, realtor, former high school educator. Now, they're doctor. Doesn't matter. Everybody is different, and everybody views things differently. Right. So when I think I can win a case, another attorney maybe doesn't. Okay. Same thing I'm sure with all of the fields that we're in. Like there's Very just true. different approaches. Right. So he what so you think I that his attorney it. might not have thought he could have done any better than half? Is that what you're is that what you're saying? Right. So in here, who's military? Anybody military? Nope. Nope. So no. sometimes with military people, what I found is is they're very used to regiment and they stick to regiment. And they don't necessarily take what you've given here tonight, which is a bunch of passion, um, and they just look at what they think are numbers. Right. Jesus Christ. So, he, so the attorney might not have had his best interest at heart? Is that what you're, you're, you're saying, Not Saul? necessarily not had his best interest at heart. I'm just trying to simplify lawyer speak, so that's that's all I'm trying to do. He was more worried about how much money I had to go to, if we had to go to court. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I said, if I, if I had... You know, to make much, it plausible. How much would it take to take these guys and go to court on a lot. jury trial? And he said about you know sixty to eighty thousand dollars. No, what? And I'm that's, like, that's even I, I know that that's false. I that's said, insane. I said after all the evidence that I have, yeah, even I know that that's stupid. Everything like that. I filed a court. Well, I filed a thing for fifty bucks in small claims court. I think this guy. Yeah, dude. Doesn't yeah, want to deal I'm with sorry. But Look, if he actually said that, then you got to speak to somebody else because it, it's sixty to eighty thousand dollars. That's, that's totally court? not true. It is expensive. It's like a two hundred and fifty dollar yeah. filing fee. It, it's like a hundred dollar process of service fee. Right. It in maybe small has claims, depositions. Well, in small claims, it's like fifty bucks. You in, even, yeah, you don't have discovery in small claims. Yeah. And, and you would be in in, in, in uh, small claims. I mean, 
Yeah, I that's, got this that's guy, totally like not true. Eleven thousand dollars. Yeah, you did. Yeah, buddy. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You can hear me on the radio. No, there was. <laughs> you can actually hear you. On <laughs> AM six eighty. Congratulations. Uh, Nine three seven. Uh, yeah. All right. So, okay. so, so don't leave out the AM. The that's that's the that's the advice that you're giving. Your professional advice is that you might want to reevaluate your counsel. Yes. No. Or did I set you up to say? Yeah, I, I put words in your be, mouth. I have Here's a fifty dollar bill. So I should think, not put a word. I think you have to be careful with those things. So look, uh, listen. I'm not careful with anything. Dude. Well, I mean, like I'm my, not careful with anything when you're in professions that the my, state has to license you in. Well, you my sole opinion, my 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 attorney ex opinion is that yes. So no, Wellman. 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 No D. No T. I, I think you're gonna help me with the Pam Pan thing. There's a D on the end. Okay. Can I say one thing? Yeah. I'm sorry. When I asked them how much it would cost. Your attorney. Yes. Word for word. As for how much it would cost to fight them, that's a hard question to answer, but anywhere from twenty to eighty K and maybe more. That's false. And I and I'm not an attorney. He does not want to fight. Yeah, them. dude, I'm sorry. That is that is the guy that tells you it's gonna cost five thousand dollars to paint the ceiling in your bedroom. Steve, I love you, man. We go back a long way. Job. But that's that's false. Oh, he doesn't I, I know. Want I told him that. Let me, false, let, me let me just let me let me just say this. Let me say this. So you paid a five thousand dollar retainer. And he gave you back three. Correct. There's no way in hell I ever would have given you back three because I would have worked my ass off for the entire five. Period. You would have made your work I, worth I, the five k. So, and I'd be happy to pay that. The, the fact that he comes back and he says, "Well, look, it's going to take you twenty to eighty in magistrate court." Twenty to eighty—that's a big, that's a huge gap. First of all, yeah, that's. that's I, I, so I, I, you know, I have a, I have a, a motto. I don't ever talk shit about anybody else in this industry because I would never want anybody, even though they do. But um, you're an asshole. I am. <laughs> uh, but that's just not right, man. That's that's not accurate. Yeah, I, I think I, I don't. I'm, I don't know, I'm gonna put it here too. Cat, like, was he on Craigslist? Was it, where'd you find this guy? Backpage. Oh, was it, was he, <laughs> twenty to eighty thousand dollars, dude. That's like, hey, man. Yeah, I might, even I knew that that was wrong. You might be able to win a hundred dollars or maybe a hundred thousand dollars. I don't know. Like, what 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 is that? that but I, I had I, I've I've talked to so many attorneys in for the you know a whole year, just back and forth. Some some wanted twelve grand retainer. Some wanted some said, "Oh, you don't have a." Case. It can some be said, very expensive. That much twelve I know grand about retainer law. is it not can't. out of the question based on what you're looking at. Now you'd probably get the majority of that money back. You'd probably right. get anywhere from four to six grand back on that. I, I would have paid him ten thousand dollars to fucking fight for me. Do your best. You need a That's bull, all man. I care you need a bull. I, mean, like, look, I, I need a bulldog. Right. Yeah, right, you need so a bull. Like in any other industry, like I have to make sure that I get enough money up front to cover expenses, expenses. hours, fees, every right. all of that. Right. So $12,000 fee is not, but I guarantee this, that $12,000 fee, he would have done you a lot better than that $5,000 fee. He gave you a $3,000 Refund check. I would have paid yeah. someone twelve grand to to lower so, my ten grand. So wait a second. So just stop that. for one second. So what I'm hearing is you paid somebody five thousand dollars, okay, to do to defend to, to to work your case. He then came back to you and said, "I can't find five thousand dollars worth of work, so I'm going to give you three grand back." Is that is that what in layman's terms, non-lawyer terms, is that essentially what I'm hearing? I even have the emails. That's from, fucked up, from dude. The attorney and him. That's fucked up. Someone gives me five grand, and I'm not just going to sit on my ass and say, you know, I'm not going to say I'm going to make shit up, but I'm going to fucking work my ass off. From all off. the evidence that I have? Yeah. You, and, hmm. Wow. Yeah, but. Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, honestly, Steve, there, there's a lot to that. Here's here's my pitch when I, I'm selling people on the retainer that I offer. Like, if you want to go hire an attorney who's charging you $250 an hour, go hire him because you're not going to get what you think. Right. Correct. Hire the one who's charging 350 He's going to have everything in place. He's got the processes. He's got everything. He's got that's what that's the guy you want yeah. if you want to go after this case. 
Yeah, that's the I, guy that I am. That's why I do what I do, and that's why I charge what I charge. I think I think to, to summarize and, and kind of put a button on this is is this whole situation. Ooh, a button or bow rack? A, a, what a bow? A nice little pretty yeah, bow. You're supposed to put a bow on. Yeah. Um, the, the, the idea here is that in the very beginning, he's from thinking the, about a shirt. From he the very first time, up. shut up! I got a thought in my head. He's he's gonna, from the very first time you moved weird. into the neighborhood, from the paint color on the mailbox all the way up until now, legitimately, you have pissed in people's cornflakes, and people do not like piss in their cornflakes. And you are literally the epitome of the squeaky wheel. Okay, and to Rocky's Rocky's point, to Rocky's point, it. CMA doesn't give a fuck about you, Steve, in my opinion. This is just, you know, a layman opinion. And they're looking at you as a number. They're looking at your neighborhood as a business. They're looking at the bottom line of over and under. Who can we keep in line? Right. How big of a And how much ass. is it going to cost me to keep this community in line? But they're, I challenged them. Correct. And, they and, have and, and that's why they continue to come at up. you. That's why they continue to come at you with, with throwing shit on the wall and seeing what, what sticks. Because in their minds, they're thinking, well, maybe something sticks or maybe I just aggravate him enough that he gets the fuck out of my neighborhood and I don't have to deal with him anymore. That's what I think this whole thing boils down to. And the fact that if you have an idea of not wanting to pay that $5,000 to where I don't think you should, you know, and are willing to continue to move forward with things, that you should probably look at somebody that maybe has a little bit more of a get up and go and a little bit more oomph. I don't know. I, I want the button to put go on. But, but that go said, like, I'm dealing with my own personal issue when it comes to that type of situation. And trust me, there's nothing more that I want to do than... Fuck these people because that's all they do is rely on exactly what you said. Right. Big money, big pockets. They, they think everybody's an idiot. They don't know. In, in fact, most people on the board, most people who, they don't know what they're doing. Right. They're Correct. relying on other people. They have no right. idea. These, trying these to companies. Companies. And then these you're trying to be logical yeah. with them and they have no. I these companies are thinking like three or four lies with all my facts. Right. But they don't care about that shit, Steve. What they care about is it's going to cost me $10,000 to shut you up. But if he continues to talk, it might cost me fifty thousand. It might cost the company. Right. It might cost the company way more money. So I'm going to spend ten grand just to shut you up or to continue to annoy your, you until you go away. Mm-hmm. That's the way I think corporate America looks at you. So when Saul says to you, you know, it's hard with the emotion because I can hear it in your voice. Yeah. You, are, you are so emotional about this. The fact that you are seriously being wronged here, and and, and the fact that they are just throwing money at you. Because they have deep enough, deep enough pockets to do that. They are using you as a cost analysis. Okay, what's what's going to cost us less to shut him up, or you know the other option? And that's basically what they're doing. They're trying to shut you up, or trying to get you to move. And that's that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to add anything. That was, that yeah, was that, great. that was that pretty up. good. I, yeah. yeah, that was good. Boom. Good summary. Commercial. Holy Casey. shit, dude! I should do this for a living. Um, okay, well, listen, this show's going to be a little bit longer, which is fine, dude. This was a great conversation. I'm so glad that we had an opportunity to have. There's a lot to unpack. Uh, you know, Steve on yeah. the show and tell us his story. You're going to find more, and hopefully maybe we could be a guest on, on Steve on your show when you get things up and going with the Get Bent podcast. Maybe if you invite us over to, you know, record and, and, and be with you, I, I would be happy to. I, you know, I, don't, I can't talk for these jamokes. But, uh, you know, maybe they can, they, you know, can provide well, some Well, I like to be formally invited to a dance before I accept the invitation. But Whatever. That said, you, yeah, you, are, you are such a party <laughs> crasher, it's not even funny. Are you all coming back to his podcast? To yeah to to, oh, to Casey, yeah to my, to my podcast I mean you guys have done very well well this, this is only the second segment here guys we're an hour almost an hour and a half in 
Um, but listen, we want to thank you, Steve. Thank you so much for for telling your story. You know, get Ben podcast. Tell your email address again for us. Hoa get bent at gmail That's so funny. They actually created an email address that says Hoa get bent. Get bent. Right. Exactly. I I love the creativity. It's a good website. What you're gonna find on on this podcast again? Fact finding. Fact finding. Uh, show does the research. Background in education. Knows his stuff. And, and to be honest, guys, if you're still with us, this, this situation really is fucked up. And uh, Steve would definitely love his in, love your input, love your question. Email him. Check out the Get Bent podcast uh, when it comes up. Do we know when we're releasing? Are we thinking any kind of an estimate? Um, I'm going to digest this, um, talk to you about it, and we'll probably record here in a week or so. Yeah, that, but that's I great. Do, I do want to say thank you, Casey, for uh, the preview. There Hell are yeah, almost 1,000 views. So Woo! I think we'll have a good turn. Somebody likes to listen to, to this listen, shit. To listen to this especially. I'm telling you, man. Well, we're, there's something special. Maybe special ed, but it's something special. Thanks again. Um, we're going to stick around. We're going to come back with another segment. We're going to ask Steve, uh, Rock, and Saul to stick around. We've got the co-host competition coming up as well as today's topics. Don't go anywhere. That's right. We've got more hop coming your way. Stick around next week for part two of episode two, season two, HOA Hell, the White House. That's all, folks.